And what about you? What's the other disappointing read this year? It's n- it was not as disappointing as the Atlas Six. It's Ariadne by Jennifer Saint. Uh, I liked, I liked it, but it was not a a wow read. I'm very happy to have read it though because I discovered the subgenre of Greek myth retelling. Yeah, it was the it's first, the book, first read. book that I read, and I really want to read more about it. Although the world of Greek mythology feels quite chilling because it is yeah you have all these um gods uh, that are ruthless and um humans in particular women seem to be just oh yeah pawns yeah that are used uh by men that is human who who are kings or mm-hmm. anything and gods that have their own agenda and so yeah, it it can be gory. I don't like gory, yeah. uh, <laughs> but <clears throat> I love all this world full of heroes, mm-hmm. uh, women with a lot of character. Yeah. Also, so yeah, I- I'd be very happy to read many many more books like this. And in my comfort zone of classics, there is. Um, Ovid's Metamorphoses that I yet have to read and would be super happy to read yeah. after um, after Ariadne and uh, before after other Greek myth retellings that I okay. might want to read. Do you like Greek myth retellings? I do. I've read quite a few. Mm-hmm. I really like them. Okay. Well, I will have to borrow from you then. <laughs> so, um, what's your second letdown? I think I can bet. Yeah, I think I should. I should apologize to you before. No, thank you, Abby. Yeah, ah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't awful or anything like that. And it's not that I didn't like it. It's that I had a really hard time going through it mm. because, well, we talked about this in a previous epi- episode. I think I don't read tons of classics, yeah. especially well, the classics I read are. The beginning of the twentieth century. They were written in the beginning of the twentieth century, like Hemingway, Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. people like, or even the middle. Uh, I love James Baldwin, and so the I, I'm not used to reading nineteenth-century English, and so it was really, I got tired really quickly when I read um, Northanger Abbey, and it's not the most, well, it's not the fastest of paces. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> Like, I was afraid of saying that, but I was kind of bored yeah. at the time. Like, they spent such a long time in Bath. I was mm. like, when are we going to get to the gothic part of this book? Even though I know it's a parody, but I would have thought that she would have spent s- a longer time at the Abbey, mm. where she would have... I, l- I liked the part um, when she's at, at the Abbey in her bedroom and she, like, lets her imagination run wild and she's imagining all those things that are happening and i would have liked for this to start early in the book i think uh i was i thought that it would be a bit like rebecca oh yeah by daphne du maurier you know the atmosphere i thought it would have been a little bit more like this so i was a bit disappointed by that and i think i would not have finished it if we hadn't do i hadn't done a buddy read Mm -hmm. on it i think i would have given up on it but I'm glad I went. I'm glad I finished it. Yeah. Finally, 
I've read one Jen on Austin book. Yeah. Because I've also started Pride and Prejudice like three years ago and still haven't finished it. Ah, so it, it's not considered a DNF? But I probably would not, like not consider it yeah. a DNF. I would feel so sorry. Yeah, in my head, I'm going to pick it up one day again and finish it. I will finish it, but I'm just... We'll, we'll plan a yeah, buddy read. Maybe a, with a buddy read, it will be easier. So yeah, those are my two a little bit disappointing reads. Okay. But we also had some really good books this year. We did. So what was one of your favorite of the year so far? Hamlet by Maggie O'Farrell. I can't praise Maggie O'Farrell enough. Okay. That's the first book by her that I read with Hamnet and I've fallen in love with her writing style. Okay. She's so good. I at finding and arranging words to suddenly create this world of 16th century England in Hamnet. It's it's absolutely stunning. Okay. I won't say that she's the only one to be able to do that but my goodness how impressive so yeah that's really the the argument for me to say that Hamnet is a great book I'm not super fond of the main character in Hamnet Agnes who is uh, Shakespeare's wife okay did you know like quick anecdotes did you know did you know the only thing that Shakespeare left his wife oh you told me I think yeah. it was It's awful. Just, I would have said the the least good bed in the in Yeah, the, it's the not house. the least. It's second best. Second best. Bed. I thought that's so wow. mean. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Where did the house go? Where did the furniture go? Well, I'm not, I don't know much about this period. No, I don't know either, but owned a lot. But I think he was quite well off. Yeah, I would have, I would have said that. I don't know who he left it who he left everything else to, mm. but apparently the only thing he left her in his will was his second bed, best, his second best bed. Mm. That was generous of him. Yeah. You know what? That's what we should add to our TBR is a biography of Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. There were tons of books on him. So, yeah. well, so yes, that's really the striking feature of this, um, of this novel for me. Gorgeous writing style. I also really loved the way the book the 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 narrative is organized i'm not i'm not um i'm not spoiling anything mm -hmm. by saying that the book uh is uh around the loss that okay. um the shakespeare couple had when they lost a son called hamnet okay so that's uh what the the novel re revolves around and The first part is about all the events that led to Hamnet's death, including how his parents got acquainted, fell in love, got married and so on. Okay. And It's funny that she changed the name of Shakespeare's wife because her name is Anne Attaway. There is a note on this. Mm -hmm. And um, as far as I remember, it's because I think the spelling is not clear okay. in the historical documents. I think that's it. But for anyone who would want to know more, you just have to check the okay. historical note in, in the book. So first part, all that led to Hamlet's death. And second part, how the family deals with the grief. And the hinge in the middle is a quote from the tragedy, Hamlet. 
Okay. Because the starting point of this novel for Maggie O'Farrell was that the Shakespeare couple lost a son called Hamnet, and this appears in historical documents. And then a couple of years later, I think it's, well, a few years later, Shakespeare published this tragedy, Hamlet. And apparently, Hamnet and Hamlet are two interchangeable uh, words for, okay. well, that are similar. So it might be that Shakespeare did write the tragedy in, in remembrance of his son. So okay. that's the starting point of this novel. Okay. Um, so this novel is about grief, losing a child, coping with this grief. Um, and it's so beautifully done. I can't recommend it enough. Okay. Even though I, I didn't really love mm-hmm. Agnes. But um, it's so well written that, and yeah, so well crafted that I eventually really uh, sympathized with Agnes. I said earlier that I'm not that kind of reader mm-hmm. who really treats the characters as human beings. Yeah. And this one, it's an instance when I eventually got to really sympathizing with the characters just as I might have sympathized with human beings okay. around me. It's a really great book. Okay. I really admire this book. And I just want to lay my hands on all of Maggie O'Farrell's <laughs> books, Devara. Uh, each and every books that she wrote, including her memoir. I am, oh, I am, okay. I am. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely great book. Uh, I think I rated it four stars on Instagram, but now that I'm st- thinking about it, I might have to add okay. a fifth star to it. I'm, I think I'm always quite slow and I need quite some time to process the books mm. that I read. And then with time, I think that what I really loved, what I really appreciated about about a book really stands out. Yeah, I think it's quite a feat to make me consider a character almost as a human being, so quite well done. (laughs) Okay, great. So, what was one of your favorite books so far? So, one of my favorite book, and it's a favorite book because the writing was absolutely amazing, but it was a really hard book to read. Uh, it's Night Crawling oh. by Leila Motley. Yeah, you said a few words about it yeah, when you were reading so it. Yeah, so it's the story of Kira. Kiara. She's 17 and she lives in uh, Auckland, California, I think. Uh, she lives... Um, her father passed away a few years back and her mother is living in a halfway house after um, being in prison for a few years. And she's alone with her brother who doesn't want to work, uh, prefers to... St- focus more on his music and so she has to um provide for him and her how old is she she's 17 and she ends up um becoming a prostitute oh my god and it's it's a really dark book but it's written in her point of view and the way that it was written you could really feel her struggles as if you were with her Mm-hmm. You know, like her loneliness. You could feel the weight on her shoulders of everything that she had to. She had to be the adult of her family and she had to be the provider. She helped uh, the, um, the her neighbors as well. And it felt, it, it felt hopeless, mm-hmm. like, throughout the whole book. And sometimes I had to 
put it down and just but it was it was really beautifully written and I'm glad I read it but yeah it's not it's not a book for everyone I would say because I thought it was really dark but yeah she was an amazing protagonist Kara mm-hmm. and I really felt for her and she felt really real to okay. me okay you know like yeah so I'm really I really really and I wouldn't say enjoyed because Yes, there are some books that yeah. don't bring you joy and you can't say that well, you, you you had the nicest of times reading it, but my God, you you get so much from these yeah, books. Yeah, exactly. And it was so heartbreaking. Like she was abused and taken advantage of and she was made into a villain after that. It was, yeah, it was heartbreaking. But yeah, I, it felt like an important read mm. as well. So I'm really glad I did it. You, you said earlier on that our stats prove that we were reading a lot of emotional books, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, so when you think about it, Hamnet, yeah. Night Crawling. Well, I'm going to add one to the list. Okay. And that's The Grapes of Wrath okay. that I've already mentioned, talked a lot about. Emotional indeed as well. It's not a happy book at all. Okay. So it's uh, a novel about a family, the Jodes, uh, who have to move from their home in the Midwest to the west they want to go to california because of uh, the dust storms that really make it impossible for people to first live on where they were and um, for agriculture it's very very hard to grow crops and to keep the cattle alive and so on so they have to move and plus it's the the time of the great depression so People do not have enough money to, to survive. Plus, it's also the time when big owners want to have even more land. So uh, little farmers end up in debt and they have to leave their land behind in the hands of the bigger owners, banks and so on. And that's what happened to the Joe's family. So just as many other families, they had to drive on Route 66, the famous, towards California. And so they they just have to put all their stuff in the truck that they managed to get and drive. And so it's really a novel about resilience. How even in spite, even in the face of hardships, of injustice, how by sticking together, whether it be with your family or with people that you do not know, but that you uh, help and who help you in return, how you can carry on living and how, with their help, you can manage to find some dignity again. It's also a book about how community really helps people uh, preserve their dignity and and survive. There is so much injustice in this as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the title is... Um, quite clear about it you get a lot of anger by reading it especially as here again the narrative is so well constructed because you have some well most of the chapters are about what happens to the jode family what they do how they make progress on route 66 and then uh, trying to find jobs in california and it all those chapters alternate with lyrical chapters about the land and how rich the land is about the lush 
um, vegetation that you can find in uh, California, all the fruit and so on. And creates such a stark contrast with all that is available to people and what little mm. poor people can get because some big owners managed to get control of the majority of the resources. And that again rings also uh, very yeah. much now, seems somehow very actual. Yeah. So great book, not the most joyful of narratives, mm. but again, when you think about it, I think that the ending is open enough for you to imagine a brighter future for each of the characters. So an emotional read. Yeah. Indeed. What would be your second great um, read of the year so far? I would say Piranesi by yeah. Susanna Clark. I mm. love this book. I have to read it. Yeah, I think you will love it as well. So I went into it knowing nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was, I saw some reviews that said it was weird and mysterious, but that you shouldn't know anything else getting into it. And at first I couldn't understand anything. I was like, what is going on? So the book is about Piranesi, who's living in a world that is very different from our world. And you have those beautiful description of the world with those gigantic statues and it's really really beautiful but you don't understand what is this world how we got into this world and you follow his journey through in this world i it's hard talking about it without spoiling anything Mm. and i thought that piranisi was a very endearing endearing character it was so precious like i wanted to protect him at all cost Mm -hmm. it was really really sweet and naive as well like when I started I really liked this book because it felt a bit like a detective story trying to find clues and understand what was going on oh. and that's interesting it felt a little bit like a detective like oh I tried to piece together all the clues that we got into what was really going on and it was also quite an emotional story at time when you realize what is actually happening and what happened to Piranesi? And you're like, oh. So oh. I really, really liked this one. I thought the twists and turns were well done because at one point I started figuring out what was going on, but it wasn't like in the first... It's a quite, it's quite a short book, but I think for the first half, I was really lost into what was really going on. So I thought the mystery was really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you couldn't guess it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that. Um it made me think of a TV show because it's such a unique book that I couldn't tell you another book that resembles it. But it made me think of the um, a Marvel TV show, WandaVision. Oh, yeah. And it's this kind of world that you don't really understand what's going on, but no, you feel like there is more figuring, to figuring the story. Mm. So, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, and I think I think you should read it because I think you will really well, I will. enjoy it. I will. The writing was really beautiful as well. Mm. Oh, well, if the writing is beautiful, then I will definitely read it. What is one book that you really want to read in the next six months? Six to five months, actually. Huh. Well, if I'm allowed to stay in my comfort zone of 19th century classics, I would say The Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, okay. you. We were talking about the fact that I don't read enough French literature. French, yeah. 
that would be one that I could read, that I would try to read, that I will read. Who wrote this one? Can you remind me who wrote this one? Dumas. Of course, Alexander Dumas. Okay. So that could be one. And if I'm honest, it's because I've seen so many people enjoy it on okay. Instagram that really I want to read it too. I know the story because of the many films and so on, mm-hmm. uh, but I haven't read it. So okay. I think I might enjoy it. Although I think it's quite a chunky book too. So I think I so. I will have to have some time for this. Okay. Otherwise, I really want to read a book called The Language of Food. Okay. I can't remember much about this, but I think it's something about a woman having to write a cookbook or something. But again, it's about women trying to get out of the boxes where they are stuck in. Okay. So yeah, what about you? I would really love to read Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro. Yeah. So I've read uh, one of his books at university. I read uh, rema- The Remains of the Day, mm-hmm. which I didn't really enjoy. Ah, I was going to ask, was this part of the 80% of books that you no. did not like? No. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was part of the... Yeah. But I was talking about this book with a friend a co- um, couple of months ago. And so I know how it ends. So I know it's going to be heartbreaking. Mm. But it the story really intrigued me, especially with everything that is going on today with AI and all the technological advances that mm-hmm. we have. So I thought it felt very current. So I think I'm I really want to give this one a go, even though I think it's a book that's gonna probably gonna make me cry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really want to give this one a try. Okay. Well, we've got some good reads. Yeah. Well, interesting reads ahead of us yeah okay so i think that's that's it for this episode that's it next time yeah is earth seeds oh yeah really excited about this dystopian geology that you advised me on reading that i actually that i actually enjoyed okay i'm really glad you did yeah i'm really glad we're doing an episode on it no we haven't that's going to be interesting Thank you so much for all this. Thank you. Well, bye for now, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening, guys. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. You can also reach us on Instagram for feedback. That would be much appreciated. And if you want to support us, why not share your stories? Bye.